I am a wayfarer on the waking way just like you. Years ago, in a time of despair, I was given cause to consider my small place in the whole of creation. The old questions that have perplexed us for ages were haunting me as well. Why are we here? Must there be a reason for our existence? How do we balm our sufferings, enlighten our minds, and awaken our hearts? Are there powers, energies, and realities just beyond our ability to comprehend them? Like a new day rising, a fervor to understand these things illuminated my inner east. The discoveries along the way have been manifold, malleable, and colorful. Like a kaleidoscope, the teachings and practices I have gathered continue to shift and bend, imprinting on the textures of daily life just as it is. My ministry arrives in the form of sharing this extremely personal, varied, sacred, ordinary way with you. Let us traverse this landscape together as siblings. I pray you will join me for a time. I am your brother Oren, and this is my witness to the wisdom cry of the Dawn Deacon. My dear friends, January 21st, 2021, do you feel different today? If I'm telling the truth, I haven't really had time to sit with myself long enough to answer that question. Here in the United States, we have a new president. Hopefully, it'll be a a shift in the overall tone. The cloud of angst that's been looming over us the last four years. A thick cloud that just kept getting heavier and heavier. We'll have to wait and see. But what I did think about this morning was what changes for me, really, with a new leader. When I started Find the Good News podcast, when I really sit and think about it, I will say that it was in part and a a result of what I was seeing happening online and in the media. So much negativity. So much anger. Just misinformation. It's like a each one's a knot in a, a net that just wraps over everything. And with each one of these pieces of negativity or misinformation the net gets tighter and tighter toward nothing can just nothing can pass through nothing good I even noticed that with the show find the good news 
that there's an attraction almost to these savory and salicious little knots in the net. It's almost like, yeah, yeah, there's something good out there. It's just not as tasty as the next sensational thing. It's just too much. It's too much. I don't believe in sticking my head in the stand and ignoring what's going on in the world. I prefer to look directly at those things, but when it's cultivated intentionally, I, I do have a problem with that because I, I think we all have seen what happens when that takes root, when that net covers everything. But today, when I got up, I did, I did think about what's next. You know, in the missions, my personal mission through Find the Good News and my ministry through the Don Deacon Signal. The reality is, neither of those things really provide any kind of resources for secular survival. They don't feed me or clothe me. But both allow me to continue to search my heart privately, but then also reach out and expand my heart, often on Find the Good News, I'll talk about going into the cave, the heart cave, and how important it is to do that work. But how equally important it is to bring it out. Especially if you find something in there that's of use to others. That's something that for a very long time I was guilty of not doing. Staying in the cave. But not bringing the lights out. When we look around the landscape of information and teachings of any kind that we can consume. We have to make some choices which signals we're going to tune into. For many people that might be their church, their pastor, <clears throat> their parish or their priest. Whatever community or title that's given to the head of that community, an abbot, bishop, master. That might be your source. Or maybe you have online communities that you're a part of, meditation groups. What I experienced yesterday on Inauguration Day was 
that wisdom comes in very ordinary forms and from ordinary people. I was reminded of that very pointedly yesterday in a really long and dynamic conversation I had with someone that was willing to share their really faith, religion, their personal story of awakening with me. I learned so much and was so inspired by that visit. But something that was kicking around in my mind even a couple of weeks ago really hit me yesterday in that conversation. And it was that we don't have to look to the high pulpit all the time to find human beings that are awakened tuned in to spirit and that are willing to not just willing to but have a passion for reaching out to others and helping them using whatever tools they have when we encounter these beings online maybe they've got a book Maybe they've got a lot of letters after their name, and there's no problem with that. But we do tend to elevate people. We reason that if they have a certain type of degree, even if it's unrelated to the teaching that they're sharing, that somehow... A certificate or a degree or an ordination of some kind validates whatever they're trying to teach you and most of the time they're just trying to teach you something that's going to help you in your life help you navigate this world in a healthy way and hopefully in a way that generates goodwill equanimity restorative justice, forgiveness, mercy, compassion. And sometimes they're rewarded for that financially. But there are beings out there that have none of those things. They don't have the letters and the titles and the book deals, the speaking engagements. Those beings have normal, ordinary jobs and they're trying to make it in this world too. They have families that they're trying to feed. They have loved ones with illnesses that they're trying to care for they have headaches they have fears 
ordinary fears like you and I. Their sewer lines back up in the middle of the night. And in the morning they might be trying to do something to help you navigate your day, your life. And in that afternoon they might be ankle deep in human waste. Because the vehicles through which we share any kind of information, we all share through. We don't see the bumps and the fissures, the slime and the muck. Why don't we see that? Because those beings aren't spending their time pointing those things out. What we're seeing so often is a very ordinary being that sharpens their sword of wisdom and cuts right through. Sharpens their sword of wisdom and cuts right through all of those things. What I learned yesterday and what I'm thinking about this morning is that I need to really continue to keep my focus on the ordinary wisdom that's presented to me through ordinary beings. Look for it even harder. Pay more attention to it. A few weeks ago, I took a picture of a branch that was covered in morning dew, big, robust drops. It's a beautiful sunrise across a pasture. When I got home to take another look at the photos, one particular drop, ordinary drop of water, was so clear and it had captured the entire scene inside its waters. I inverted the photo and I realized that in this single drop it was able to capture the whole sky. The blues and the gradiated colors that led down to the horizon, all the branches the birds, the seed pods, things that I couldn't capture within the normal boundaries of the frame. How often do I overlook these beings, these ordinary beings just clinging to a limb out on a branch? I look at the big picture, the one that's presented, the one that we want people to see, 
but sometimes these tiny beings, ordinary beings, just clinging out there on those limbs, on those thin branches, contain the whole world. So do I feel different today? No. But I certainly think going forward, paying more attention to these tiny drops, these spheres of wisdom is going to be an important part of whatever I do with the tools I have. I won't be looking to the high, high places, the marble steps, the pulpits of fine wood. I believe I'd like to further dive down deeper into the wisdom of the common being the one that's dealing with ordinary, plain struggles in this world. There was a comfort in the conversation I had. I was able to connect. I felt seen and heard, and I knew that my ordinary woes and sufferings were understood. Because I knew that this being had had ordinary sufferings and woes. And by saying ordinary, I don't mean to diminish them. It's actually, at least from my perspective, a great honor. for something to be ordinary and, and sacred. So I don't know how you feel today. I wish I did, but maybe on some level you feel like me. Maybe you vacillate between wisdom on Sunday and dryness Monday through Saturday. Maybe you're looking for something to touch your life or to peel the wool off our eyes on the ordinary days of the week when we're immersed in the pulling and hauling, the regular struggles that we all face all across this world, not just in this country. Look for the small drops. It's good to have a wide view, but it's also very powerful to look down at the tiny pieces to see what they contain. And like those drops, 
don't wait because the truth is they won't be here for very long this ordinary spheres filled with love and light and healing and if we look over them before they evaporate we may not catch the blessing they contain thank you for walking with me this morning I hope something in this reflection's been useful to you may all beings have happiness and the causes of happiness may all beings remain free from suffering and the causes of suffering may all beings rejoice in the well-being of others and may we all live in peace free from greed and hatred.